off the ball. If he gets a knighthood, he'll be to services to insomnia because it's a boring way of playing. <laughs> There's 20 different stories to say that fit into this. It's why we love sports. It's the storytelling element of sport. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with tonight's Europa League final. It's the competition specialist against the side managed by someone who doesn't lose finals. Record winner Sevilla take on Jose Mourinho's Rome in Budapest. Sevilla have won all six finals they've appeared in, with the most recent in 2020. Sevilla boss Jose Luis Mendilibar believes his side are favourites to win tonight, and he's done quite the job since he took over in March when the club was in a relegation battle in La Liga. But now they're 11th, just one point off the Conference League places, heading into the final round of games. Now they're unlikely to finish 7th, so it seems it's all on tonight in terms of playing European football and that would be a place in the Champions League if they win. Mourinho led Roma to the Conference League title last season. That was his fifth European final he's taken charge in. He's never lost one. Two at Porto, one with Inter, one with Manchester United, and last season with Roma, who've never won the Europa League or UEFA Cup as it was back in 1991 when they were beaten by Inter in the final. Roma are sixth in Serie A after a run of seven league games without a win. That's their longest run without a win under Mourinho. The Portuguese showcased his ability to speak several languages at the pre-match press conference yesterday. The only question he answered in English was about why he couldn't win a trophy with Tottenham, but could but Roma. In Roma, they didn't sack me before the final in Tirana. And in Tottenham, they sacked me before the final at Wembley. <laughs> Roma gave me the chance to win the final at in terms of the team news, Paolo Dybala should be fit for Roma, but Mourinho said he might only have 20 or 30 minutes in him. Sevilla Ford Suso and Papu Gomez were back training this week. Kickoff in Budapest is 8 o'clock. Also, one game in the League of Ireland Women's Premier Division. Wexford are at home to Cork City. Wexford have a chance to move into the top five. Cork are still without a win this season. That game kicks off at 7.45. Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola has been named Manager of the Year by the League Managers Association. It's the third time Guardiola's won the Alex Ferguson Trophy, voted for by managers across all of the divisions. The Spaniard also won the Premier League Manager of the Year award after his side won a third consecutive title and fifth in six seasons. City could be celebrating more success this Saturday when they face Manchester United in the FA Cup final. Then the following weekend, they have the Champions League final against Inter. Guardiola says the players deserve great credit. Of course, for all the players, for the incredible job they have done, not just this year. For the players that normally don't play, to be patient with us, that make our job easier and more comfortable. Chelsea boss Emma Hayes won the Women's Super League award. It was her fourth successive award and sixth in total. Chelsea have just won a fourth WSL title in a row. They won it by two points ahead of Manchester United, who they also beat to win the FA Cup for the third season in a row. Speaking at the ceremony last night, she said being in charge of a team is often a struggle, though. As my assistant kept saying to me, she said, it's a bit like going snorkelling. You have to pass all the rocks. Don't We haven't got time to pick up shells, get to the surface, swim for the beach, and so much of what we have to do is surviving. Manchester United striker Anthony Martial will miss Saturday's FA Cup final against City with a hamstring injury. The France international sustained the injury in Sunday's 2-1 win over Fulham at Old Trafford. League Cup holders United are going for a domestic cup double and as I mentioned City are going for a treble so it would end City's bid for the treble which obviously United achieved in 1999. Some better news for Eric Ten Hag though is that Anthony should be available 
despite being taken off on a stretcher with an ankle injury during last week's win over Chelsea. Organisers of the Women's World Cup, which starts in 50 days, say they are closing in on 1 million ticket sales. More than 850,000 have been sold for the event in Australia and New Zealand. The World Cup, which features 32 teams, including Ireland, gets underway on the 20th of July and the final will take place on the 20th of August. Ireland play on the opening day in Sydney against co-host Australia. Vera Powell doesn't name her squad until the 29th of June. Meanwhile, the sports ministers of France, Germany, Italy, Spain and UK have called for all stakeholders to swiftly find an arrangement for TV broadcast of the tournament. FIFA's General Secretary Fatma Smura said recently that TV broadcasters should buy the women's football rights at a fair price. The whole tournament will be broadcast here on RTE. A consortium that includes Leeds chairman Andrea Radrazzani has completed its takeover of Italian side Sampdoria. Radrazzani, who bought Leeds for £45 million in 2017, is expected to sell his 56% stake in the now Championship Club and it would be to American co-owners 49ers Enterprises. The financial arm of the San Francisco 49ers increased its stake in Leeds to 44% at the end of 2021. There's a deal in place to buy Radrazzani's stake and take full control before January 2024. Now, it does remain to be seen how relegation from the Premier League will affect a possible change of ownership at Elland Road. Aidan McGeady's left Hibs at the end of an injury-disrupted season with the Edinburgh club. The former Ireland international moved to Easter Road last summer on a one-year deal, but two long layoffs restricted the 37-year-old to just 14 appearances. Johnny Maguire has been released by Coventry just three days after they lost on penalties to Luton in the Championship playoff final. Maguire wasn't part of that squad. He's one of a number of players released by the club. The 29-year-old joined from Preston in January on an initial deal until the end of the season. He made seven appearances for Coventry. Bournemouth have confirmed midfielder Jefferson Lerma will leave the club this summer. The Colombian international joined in 2018 for a club record fee and he went on to make almost 200 appearances. Lerma's out of contract and he has been heavily linked with a move to Crystal Palace. Brentford have signed Netherlands goalkeeper Mark Flecken from German club Freiburg on a four-year deal. He kept the most clean sheets in the Bundesliga this season with 13. Flecken is likely to be a replacement for David Raya, who only has one year left on his contract and will not sign a new deal. Juventus will pay a €718,000 fine as part of a settlement agreement with Italian football authorities over a case concerning payment of player salaries. Juve were docked 10 points last week over a separate investigation into the club's past transfer dealings. The settlement means Juve have accepted that 10-point penalty and won't receive a further points deduction. It brings an end to any ongoing cases involving the club who could miss out on European football as a result. Max Allegri's side are 7th in Serie A. They're a point behind Roma, two points behind Atalanta in 5th, and the season finishes up this weekend. And Spartak Moscow forward Quincy Promes is being prosecuted for his alleged involvement in drugs trafficking. Promes has been accused of being involved with the smuggling of cocaine to the Netherlands or Belgium. The former Dutch international was previously charged in 2021 with attempted manslaughter and assault. Promes, who played for Sevilla and Ajax and won 50 caps for the Dutch, was accused of seriously injuring a relative's knee in a stabbing attack at a family party in July 2020. He has denied those allegations. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from Off The Ball. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.